Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Tuesday, July 27th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. I got my teeth examined and cleaned yesterday, and I've never been happier with a dentist in my life. That's a great Dr. Mike O'Neill and hygienist Cassie Fessenden. They do wonderful work. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. Make an appointment. Do it today. Punch subscribe, hit like, ring the bell, let's talk about sports. Colts camp's going to open tomorrow. And that's fantastic news. We finally get to see these guys in action on the field. Pay, Carson Wentz, all the newcomers, and there are a bunch of holdovers as well. One of those we talked to today, DeForest Buckner, we asked him if this defense could be the best in the NFL. We can definitely get there. Um, I, th- I think we got the unit to do it. Um, you guys saw last year, um, throughout the year, I mean, we, you know, we played some great ball games. For me, um, looking, you know, back at the you know, 2020 season, it's consistency. Um, you know, keeping it from, you know, for a point in time, we were the number one defense in the league, and then we kind of fell off with the end. That's because there were certain games where, you know, we, you know, we let off the gas pedal a little bit, or miscommunication, or, you know, a missed tackle here and there, and, um, uh, for me, it's just consistency. If we're consistent from start to finish, I mean, I, I believe we could finish the number one defense in the league. And does DeForest think a Super Bowl is realistic as a goal? Definitely uh, realistic for this team. I mean, you saw what we were able to do last year, and uh, I feel like, um, you know, uh, we've only gotten better over the offseason roster-wise, and um, we've got a lot of great core guys coming back, um, great leadership from top to bottom, and, um, yeah, I think it's possible, definitely. And one thing that everybody is being asked out there by the media, is DeForest Buckner fully vaccinated? Fully vaccinated, yeah. And I see a lot of you guys not wearing masks. So I'm guessing you guys are vaccinated. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I love it. Why, why have you talked with teammates? Because your the vaccination uh, percentage is kind of low with compared to other NFL teams. Have you had these discussions? And what have you gotten out of them? Yeah, um... I mean, from, you know, it's, it's a personal decision for everybody. Um, everybody has their reasons why, you know, why they get them, why they don't. Um, you know, I've had teammates come up to me and ask me why I got vaccinated, and I've told them, you 
know, when I got COVID last season, I was asymptomatic. And so, you know, if we never had the protocols on, you know, getting tested every day, or even if I never played football and I was just home, and, you know, I was around my grandparents, I could have gave, you know, I'll look at that scenario, and, you know, not knowing I had it, and I could have passed it along to them, um, you know, I would have felt ter- terrible, you know what I mean? Um, you know, passing it along to other people, not knowing, and um, that was the main reason why I got vaccinated. And uh, also, I mean, I mean, for moments like this, you know, I'm got, I get to see all you guys' faces. I mean, not even the word mask. I mean, just getting some normalcy. Um, you know, last year was hard for everybody. And for me, I mean, it was just, it was frustrating. You know what I mean? Having all the protocols and everything each and every day. Um, having to test every single day. Um, I mean, it's simple, but it's just annoying, you know, having to spend that extra time in the morning to go out of your way to get tested every morning. So, I mean, I had a number of reasons, but, um, you know, being able to not to really, you know, reduce the chances of passing it along was a big one for me. Zaire Franklin is a guy that this defense is going to rely upon in all likelihood as a starting linebacker. What's his focus entering camp? Just about us coming together um, in camp and as a collective, you know, early on in the season to just make that jump from being, you know, pretty good to being elite. Um, I think that's just, you know, what we all have in mind when we all talk about just really wanting to be that overpowering, overwhelming, you know, dominating defense. Um, and I think we were close and we uh, last year we showed more flashes of what we wanted to be. And this year it's about just, you know, truly being that elite defense, being the best defense in the league this year. And what's the strength of this defense? You know, we have talent all over the field at all three levels. Um, so at that point, and the system is already set in stone. So at that point, it's just about us just taking ownership and, you know, becoming it. And we asked Zaire why it was important for him to be fully vaccinated. You know, for me, uh, just dealing with my family, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite things about the NFL, honestly, is when I get to travel to another city and kind of, you know, get dinner, go to the mall or just kind of hang out. Unlike in college where you got meetings for all day, I didn't want to do that. Uh, you know, we play in Arizona on Christmas. Uh, my fiance is going to come out, spend Christmas with me. I didn't want to have a situation where I didn't want to spend time with her. Um, you know, my fiance is vaccinated. Her mom's vaccinated. So it just, it just made the most sense for me personally. Kenny Moore arrived at camp today in an IndyCar two-seater being piloted by Pato Award. He was asked, what's his goal for this team? Um, as a team, you always want to win the Super Bowl. So in order for us to do that, step one is winning the division. And we got to, you know, like I said, take care of practice in order for us to go, you know, to Tennessee week three to, you know, get it done then. But even before that, we got to take care of practice each day. Um, and then week one is, is the most important game. The Colts aren't all people are talking about in central Indiana this week. The Indiana Pacers scheduled to select 13th overall in the NBA draft this Thursday night. So... We got our annual opportunity to talk to Pacers Vice President of Player Personnel, Ryan Carr, about the draft. Is there a specific attribute that you guys prize over other attributes? Um, That's a good question. I think there's a combination of attributes. I don't know if there's one over uh, others, but, you know, we talk about toughness. We talk about coachability. Um, You you need to have a, a skill that will get you on the court. Um, so, you know, and there's, there's several different ways you could primarily be an on-ball defender. You could be a shooter, you could be a rebounder, you could be a shot blocker, um, you know, all these different individual skills, but, but I think that, you know, toughness, coachability, I think when you're drafting at 13, um, you get into a, a, 
a more interesting debate than say if you're picking 20 in terms of um, like young upside versus a little bit more ready of a player as you get down in the draft you don't have to really debate that as much as you do uh, when you're a little bit higher like we are this year. Ryan do you do you look at previous drafts and the successes of previous 13s you know Donovan Mitchell uh, Booker um, Levine all of these guys as kind of guides toward what's possible with that selection? Well, yeah, and Ken, I think you can do that with any number. This year happens to be 13, so you'd look at that number, and if it was 11 or 15 or 14 or 8 or whatever the number is, you'd, you'd definitely go back. I think in terms of, in terms of just picking a number, um, you know, each draft is different. Each, the depth of each draft is different. Um, I think what it proves, though, historically is at any number, there are players that are going to be good NBA players. And there's going to be players that probably, you know, don't have the careers that uh, you would speculate going into it. And you just like I kind of said earlier, you want to be on the right side of that. And are there tiers in this draft? Yeah, there's de- there's definitely tiers um, that we have gone through. And just like every draft, uh, that's an important part because that, that plays into trade up, trade back scenarios, um, goes into, um, you know, positional need a little bit. You never want to take somebody in a, in a tier below, um, just because if you look at the historical bust rates of the draft, you want to, you want to pick in the highest tier available, uh, regardless of position. So, but if you, if you do have players in the same tier, that's where you can get maybe get into picking one position over another. But yeah, just definitely. I mean, there it, it pretty well publicized. This this draft at the top is is better than uh, a couple of the past ones, and and there's a lot of excitement for those guys. Is there anything unique about this draft compared to others? Well, yes, just because of the last year and a half that we've all gone through. Um, you know, first of all, I have to commend our scouting staff on an unbelievable uh, challenge of, of, of not only finishing up, you know, we finished up last year's draft in a unique way, but then most of this year we weren't on the road. Um, we, we got on the road just a little bit um, starting in February and went to see very, um, you know, very targeted targets because we, you know, we were worried about the health of, of, of our guys. Um, and then as, as the, as the draft pre-draft process has unfolded, it's gotten to be a little bit more normal. We had a, we had a combine, we've had pre-draft workouts. Um, we, we traveled to Las Vegas to watch, um, some national teams play. Um, it, it's felt definitely more like a regular draft as it's gone on. But when you think about it until, you know, late February, we did not go see um, players play live. So absolutely unique uh, in that way, for sure. Patients have a lot of veterans coming back. Does that, Ryan Carr was asked, affect the philosophy as they go into Thursday night's draft? You always go into the draft thinking you got to pick the guy who has the, you feel has the chance to be the best pro. Um, you know, there's some fit. Um, you don't want to step down to a lower tier necessarily, but you definitely, um, you, you got to pick the guy that you think 
could be could be the best player. There's there's some variables in it, but I think in terms of an overall draft philosophy, um, you know, you you want to pick the guy that you feel can succeed. And there's no one answer to that. So, you know, it, it may be a guy who, you know, uh, a, a guy may have a, a higher floor, but a little less of a ceiling or, you know, maybe has a, you know, starts is not quite as ready, but has a higher ceiling. You just have to debate through all of that stuff and, and the team situation and, and uh, make sure Kevin, you know, has all of our thoughts on, on who he feels, um, you know, best fits. And how does Ryan Carr balance ready to play versus upside? A lot, a lot of healthy discussion. Um, A lot of, you know, a lot of going back and forth on strengths, weaknesses, where a guy is now, Um, you know, so much of this, there's, there's a huge emphasis on age and youth and, you look at the the studies of drafts and kind of, you know, the best youngest players get picked first. They end up being the best players in the league, which makes a lot of sense. And, you know, as those players come off the board, um, you know, you, you just have to balance all that. It's, there's no, you know, nobody, nobody wishes that this was a science more than me. Uh, it would, it would make this process, um, you know, easier, just, but all the variables, you know, your all the, all the education of each player that you do, um, you know, you just try to make the, the smartest, best decision you can and, and uh, tr- trust your process. You know, the Pacers have an opportunity with the 13th overall pick to get a guy. In the last seven drafts, these are guys who have been taken 13th. Zach Levine, Devin Booker, and Donovan Mitchell. You can get that level of player at 13. You've just got to assess who can play and who can't at a really high level. It's one thing to screw up when you draft 17th, 18th, 23rd, 22nd, whatever. If you screw up the 13th overall pick, that's trouble because you should be able to go get a guy who may not be an all-star, but is going to be a contributor from the jump and is going to be a big-time contributor down the road. That's what you ought to be able to get at 13, the pressure intense on Ryan Carr and his staff to go get that guy at 13th because if they don't, it's going to be remembered and regurgitated by the media here in Indianapolis. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent. I cannot wait to talk to you then. First day of camp coming tomorrow, the NBA draft coming on Thursday night, the MLB trade deadline Coming up on July 30th, this is a heck of a week in terms of sports news, and we're going to be all over it.